0: What's up everybody, hope you're having a good Friday, Um, I'm just having a little lay down um, after the session, Um, yeah it wasn't a bad session, Um, in fact it was actually a great session if I consider that um, how negative I was being yesterday, just in general with Haas and with rachel my girlfriend there was just a there was just a lot of negativity and um i'm really not an easy person to be around when i have like i think this adductor thing is just it just kind of starts to get the better of me um and and so like all things considered i wasn't sure if i was even going to be able to do a session today um the the plan was three times three mile and um I knew it was I knew it was around pieces that I shouldn't really have any issue um like doing, achieving. Um so like I knew the only the only thing that would stop me like hitting my goal speeds or whatever as you could say would would be the adductor not allowing me to basically. Um which can happen because if you're running like if my greatest asset is that I have a good running economy. But if you're running a bit funny um, and you're you're sort of like hobbling or there's no confidence in the par of like your left leg or your right leg wherever you have a bit of an issue, well then it can just cause you to be a little bit off your game, which can then cause you maybe to struggle. Um sorry, I was just doing a couple of rehab exercises there. Um the the, the key to my groin seems to be keeping it like keeping it strong Um, and and I know like there's an emphasis on treatment and I know it's important for there to be an emphasis on treatment but um, every time you train you know every time you get treatment I think you beat the muscles down a little bit and so where my groin's at at the minute is I'm training which is weakening it I'm getting treatment which is a form of weakening itself because you're you're kind of maybe brushing out tightness um stretching to create a bit more flexibility etc etc and doing different range of motion stuff to create and um, like better range in the hip and things like this but all the while you're still beating it down and beating it down and i've definitely been guilty in the past of over treating which just leaves the muscle really weak um, so now like I make sure if I'm stretching or like before I go do some training um, or like post-training, if I've weakened it a bit, then I'm doing like little groin squeezes, um, little eccentric squeezes, which aren't like, I don't know, they're not like super intense or anything. And I, I know my groin can handle it. And um, it, it's just important to keep, keep that groin strength, at least maintain it while I'm still training and then on like the easier days like tomorrow um there's an opportunity to actually maybe do like a a bit more on the groin like a bit more strength type stuff where we actually increase strength hopefully um in the groin and and then I'd imagine it'll with treatment and with strengthening and like careful management then it it should sort of get to the point where it gets a bit better but yeah I'm, I'm a fucking nightmare when I'm when I'm struggling and um I get really like I mean, I feel sorry for people that like have injuries more often than not because a lot of my confidence comes from not necessarily like, oh my God, I've ran six weeks at 90 mile a week. I I get more confidence just from not only doing the six weeks at 90 mile a week, but doing it smoothly where like things just kind of go smooth. And like when I if I feel like going for another run, I can go for another run if I whereas at the minute it's very start stop like. You know, I'm finishing a two mile warm up, and I'm only doing two miles because of the groin. And then I'm like, oh my God, is the groin going to get through this session? And, and then I get through the first rep and it only really hurt when I was starting the rep. It never hurt during. during. Um, and so I did three times three mile, but at the start of every rep, I'm just feeling it. Like it, it just feels a bit weak on me. Um, and then as I, as I start going and when I'm in full flight, there's no issue and um, it just opens up and my stride opens up and everything's really good and um, so it, look it was it was a solid day it was one of those days that I would I would remember back and Alan would say 12 of those and you'll be in a pretty good place and I mean that's exactly how it felt and um, I, I, I know I'm strong because I, I started to get a bit tired in the last three mile rep and um, it, it was nothing silly like I think I, I was pretty much like 505 pace for the first three mile um 458 maybe for the second three mile and um, and then what would the average have been the last one I went 455 454 448 and um, so like it wasn't if you think I run a half marathon at 452 maybe or 450 Um really only the last one is the one that at any stage of the session should I be Sort of feeling it, but that's not how training works. um You know, like just because you can run a half marathon on your best day at 4:52 does not mean that Friday in Portugal, with everything that's going on and in a full week's training, you know, you're just going to be able to cruise around at 4:50 pace and be chilling. Um, that that's not how I work anyway. um You know, I, I on that note, you know, I see people post their training and. You know, call it what they will, but you know, I I see people post training and like it's it's probably a, a a tempo run that's faster than like that person's like fifth best ever row ten k. Um and and I don't I'm not like I don't know that I like it. In fact, I really don't like it because I think it portrays a bad message. You know, I think what happens is people that like look up to these guys and um you know like you're a you're a club runner and you're looking up to the the best guys in your country and stuff and um and you see things like that and you think like wow like you know this guy's doing like like tempo runs and he he's averaging like this pace like what's wrong with me um and i can tell you that that's not me like i i train i would say most of my like tempo type stuff well i mean i did a tempo last friday well like tempo threshold whatever you want to call it tempo for me is actually today would have been more like tempo like tempo reps and tempo for me is like a bit quicker Um, threshold for me would be more like marathon type effort Um, maybe yeah probably marathon type effort maybe closing in a little bit on half marathon type effort but I mean if I'm gonna do 10 mile and call it a threshold around the horse track loop here you know in the middle of a week's training well it's not real I wouldn't be able to do 10 miles at half marathon effort um so like i i that would really tire me out to be honest it would kill me um so like i'm only really ready to do 13 miles at half marathon effort on race day and that might have took three months of preparation um so no like like i i i want to give you guys this message that not not every elite and and top class runner can you know, it's been a long time since I've even done like let's say like a six mile tempo that I used to do all the time, and it's been a long time since I've even done that in like five minute miling. Um, but but I can run twenty eight thirty, and actually twenty eight thirty if you work it out is four thirty two per mile. Um, so like or four thirty three, four thirty four maybe. So like don't don't like don't you know, just because you read that. I mean I I I've seen guys out here in Portugal and um i i've i've heard stories you know like i did 10 mile around the horse track and average 520 and i'm being told about like somebody else who did six miles around their sub five minute mile and and like i i almost just roll my eyes because like i don't i don't understand how i'm at the level that i'm at and i can run around at 520s and like how so and and i'm i'm working you know um and then there's guys like I'm being told you know are running sub five minute miles and faster and this isn't an easy loop by any means and I'm just confused as to why like why there's not more guys then running 28 30 I don't get it I I don't really understand it um and so I think some people are better at training than they are at racing let's say um I don't know that it's I, I don't always think that's like psychological issues. I think sometimes it comes down to um, what training you're doing, and what races you pick. Um, are you, have you got the right opportunity to run fast? you know? Have you gone to altitude? Have you, um, have you done certain things? you know have you Has your training built, built, build, build, build? And then like I mean, I've no doubt that in the next like two, three months, if I'm going to race a 10K on the track, um i've no doubt that i'll probably do a four or five mile tempo and and maybe run 445 to 450 pace like but it, it it will certainly not be something that i would write down as half marathon or marathon effort i would imagine i will be racing to the finish line that day Um, and and i'll probably do that like two weeks before i'm planning to do like the hard track 10k and and the sole purpose will be to hurt um and then when you get to that track 10K, you're just you're just more at ease. You're just in a, a, a better spot. And um but I mean you see it all the time. I mean I'm sure you guys listening see see it on Strava and you're 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 seeing guys that you probably race against, you know, they probably run thirty-eight minutes for ten K and they're doing uh they're doing a threshold run, as they call it, in thirty-eight third, and you're thinking to yourself, like you know what's going on <laughs> yeah and, and I see I see it at my level too um I, I just see um and, and I think it's a bad message because like I said like I I train a lot very within myself you know I've read about Kipchoge and Kipchoge says 80 percent you know um and Kipchoge Kipchoge another guy that although he trains hard if you ever worked out um his paces he's you know he's doing k's around the track 12 by k and i mean i think i know it's i know it's at altitude but you're still only talking about it being at the kind of speed that he runs for a half marathon and stuff you know and whereas a lot of us are doing k's around the track and it's 5k 10k pace and so i I think i think as you get better you get better at just judging what you can handle what you can't um i think the likes of tempo threshold things like this are loose terms so if you, if you do see people's training and it, you it, you know, it, it wows you, um, I don't think training should particularly wow people. Um, but I, I definitely read stuff and think, you know, I, I don't know that I could do that. Um, but I know that like my, maybe my 10 K PB or half marathon PB or marathon PB for that matter is, is quicker than some guys that I'm just amazed by how they can train as fast as they do um and and i see it all the time and and i think my advice here really is um just to train within yourself and and make sure that race day it it will it, it really depends what athlete you are and what you want out of your career if if you want to if you just enjoy running and you just enjoy training and you enjoy getting after it by all means, you know, like, I remember my old hairdresser, not that I ever needed a hairdresser because I'm going bald, but I remember my old hairdresser, um, Sammy, you call him, in and Twickenham, and, you know, he would always say to me, like, Stephen, what, what do you run for 10k in training? And I'd be like, what do you mean, like, like a tempo run, like a, like an easy run, or like, like, what day? It, it could range from, and I'd tell him, you know, it could range from 31 minutes like or 32 minutes sorry on like a a threshold day or around bushy park or or it could be 40 minutes because i've just gone for an easy run or or even slower um and he's like oh he says i i'm just the same every day (laughs) and it didn't matter with sammy if he was racing if he was training it was just his 10k time was the same every single time um and and I I think you need a range, but it's not that I'm I'm not gonna fault someone like Sammy, like you know I'm not gonna be like, hey, like what you're doing is wrong because wrong to who? If that's what he wants to do, if every time that he goes out the door he wants to pretty much go as quick as he possibly can for 10k, then that's what he wants to do, you know. And 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 who am I or who's anybody else to to criticize? But um, I I think the the key is just to keep things relevant to you. Um, i i i see people's training all the time you know like i i watch edward cesarek run 445 per mile at seven thousand feet in the middle of 10 mile tempo runs you know like you know and i just what the message i want to like make it clear here is you know just you never need to be like intimidated or threatened or like worried about someone else's training or what they're doing or you know everything has to be relevant um and and I also know, like you know, I I I've seen a lot of training that I that I, it 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 almost like makes me question my own, and I think, wow, like do I need to be back to doing stuff like that? And and I think you just need to trust in what you're doing, and and I I fully buy into what I'm doing. It took me a really long time. Like I used to be a a training warrior, and I would go into Bushy Park, and you know, I'd 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 run the the two mile strip in bushy park and i'd do it out back out and and you know i I, i'm pretty sure i used to run six miles in that park at 450 to 455 or sort of times like this and and you're talking about six years ago seven years ago i used to do this and um i'd get real excited about that and um then i would go race and i'd maybe only be like four seconds a mile faster than than what I was going in the park and um but that's just where I was at um now I I seem to have this ability where like you know I remember before London marathon um I was at sea level there was no excuses um and I I think I did like two times six mile tempo or um maybe even slightly longer threshold type stuff and and I, I mean, I was running 5.20 pace, and then I think the next one I might have got down to like 5.15 or maybe even like 5.10, but you know, somehow on race day I can run along at 5.05s and like 5.10s, and it's 10 seconds quicker than the, the first six mile effort I would have done at the 5.20s, and and I feel great. Um. So I, I've kind of just, I, I've developed this belief that um training pieces and training efforts you know i I truly believe like even though my first three mile rep today was at five oh fives um and that's kind of not far off my marathon pace like two or three seconds a mile quicker um I just think that it's not marathon effort, you know like i I think marathon effort this morning would have been like five fifteen um and that's at sea level um and and it's probably because you have to think like you're you're saying to yourself what could i what could i basically go and run 20 miles of this morning you don't have to necessarily do a marathon but marathon effort is probably roughly the speed you could go and 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 run 20 miles maybe this morning and i don't, i don't know that i could have done 505s for 20 miles this morning here in portugal and and so there has to be a huge level of honesty um when i did um tempo work in school or in <clears throat> college um I was at McNeese State, and and I was I was really lost mentally. I was in a really bad place, and I was racing everything, and 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 just just really not. I was just lost. Lost is a very good way to describe it. I was all over the place. Some days I was in a good mood. Some days bad. Some days I was racing my teammates. Some days I was picking fights with my teammates. I was just a mess. Um, didn't didn't really didn't really want to be there and even though i was so lucky and so spoiled to be there i just couldn't accept it and embrace it and um you know we we would do tempo runs and and fuck it would just be a race it would get to three mile to go and you know you'd have had boys at the time tapering for tempo runs you know and it was just madness absolute madness um and and we'd be we'd be racing you know and and then you got this false kind of hope you sort of thought like oh my god i've just averaged this pace this morning and you know that's only a tempo run but just because it's labeled tempo run doesn't mean that it is um so yeah so i've I've definitely came a long way i've figured out what works for me i i probably run more and i'm going to call them threshold runs like i told you guys a bit more like somewhere between half marathon marathon effort I found a real, I found a real home doing that. Um, anything from, it, it usually starts with an eight miler, which I would have done about four weeks ago there in Flag. And then it progressed to a 12 or a 10 miler, which I did um, last week there in Portugal here. And I'd imagine next week, that's gonna move to like a 12 a miler. Um, or maybe just back it up with another 10. Because we are, even though I'm not racing a marathon, we we are going down a marathon type route with training. Um so that'll usually go eight miles, ten miles. Um I think in the marathon build up I went right up to like fourteen. Um and I did that in Phoenix, so um I, I think I averaged like five, fifteen if I can remember right, something around that. And I was I was really happy. That was a that was a great day for me. Like anytime you go out and do fourteen miles under five twenties, you know, it's a it's a pretty good day. Um and then I can't remember if I went further. I think I think the at that point I was starting to put myself in a position to be able to do some of the like longer quality long runs, etc etc. So um maybe that's where it goes from here. Um maybe another two or three weeks time I'll be able to put together some solid long runs. Um, And then once the solid long runs of sort of like clicked well i instead of instead usually at that point it would be like hey let's find a marathon well i'll just turn my attention to half marathon and 10k um and i think i did explain to you guys that look if, I've, if i have if i've run a 10k pb 2 years in a row both times maybe 6 to 7 weeks after a marathon well there's something to that um i don't know that the marathon always helps it probably does though it's 26 miles at 510 or quicker um i'm sure that helps um but also it beats you up a bit so i think the key here is doing the training to get the benefits that i've had for the last two years in a row so i don't want to lose it's it, that january to april window where you're in a marathon build up. you're just building a really 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 solid foundation and a really really good endurance block um and then wouldn't it be great to just not have to run the marathon at the end of it, so instead of having to take three to four weeks off, you can actually maybe even you just take three or four easier days and let things settle down and and then off you go, you build back up again and um you you train for one of your key events, which for me it looks like it's gonna be a half marathon and um and then a ten k in in Highgate later in the summer, so that's you know there's there's a lot of cool things coming up um like, I, I, I wanted to just, I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, show you guys, you know, I know you guys are probably loving Strava, and, and I don't really, I, I don't look too often anymore. Um, I'm not going to say I never look, because sometimes I look back at my own stuff. I don't look at anybody else's anymore, um, but I do look back at my own stuff, and I, I, I like to sometimes just be like, hey, like, look, like, you know, remember you were only 520 pace, per mile three weeks out from London like last year and remember how well you ran at London so don't be so hard on yourself basically in that respect um, but I I can't help but see you know I see like a Callum Hawkins or I see other guys like putting up these like tempo runs and like hard long runs and 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 then I get a text about it you know I'm always getting texts like oh my god did you see this and 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 I, I'm lucky that I've just got the point in my life where I it just doesn't it doesn't faze me anymore because I've realised I run for me and and for the people around me and and I can't control what other people are doing and how well other people are doing. You know, I can only. I I think the the at the point of your life when you get to that you're actually happy for other people to do well, then, you know, I think that's a really secure place in your own life. Um, and and sometimes I get a bit disappointed when I hear that, you know people are like upset that other people are doing good um and and i know it exists i know it really exists in our sport and you know sometimes we're we're guilty of like just like if you know that someone's working i've I've tried to talk a lot about this on this camp when i'm here like you know you get runners and people gossip and all the rest of it but if you if you see guys doing good like it's okay to just be really happy for them because chances are they've worked really really hard and if they're if they're training well or if they're racing well like you know you patting the back to them and well done and i think i think again this is all part of meb's book like meb was very, very I, i've never known and I, I heard stories you know about meb and you know like he he knew his own chances for example of winning new york marathon were over but i think with two mile to go he's seen one of the the favorites gebra merriam on the side of the road and and Meb went over and hugged him and encouraged him to finish and and even told him he would help him finish and that's that's just unheard of you know it's it's incredible, but it really makes you think like I think we need to be more supportive to each other and the other people and um I think good things happen when we are um so yeah, look, solid day for me good three times three mile session um my both my fart legs the last two weeks in a row have been pretty solid too. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm on the cross country course, and yes, I'm doing fart legs, but I'm running seven to eight miles, and and anything from four forty pace, I'd probably say to to five fifty. I don't really go any slower than that. So, and that's even with the recovery. So, um, that's a, that, They're solid days. Um, they don't just go down as like like days that don't count. Those fart legs are really solid. Um, and then yeah, I had the ten mile threshold stroke tempo whatever you want to call it last friday um and then a a solid day today Um, i think we ran the last mile in like four forty eight. i had my my buddy steve galliam was doing 800 missile app 800 and and he had a really good day like he's had a hard camp so far so the the key today as i said to him was like you know you don't you don't have to bust yourself every single time so why don't you just have a a solid day you know anytime you're doing 800s probably starting at his 10k pace and working down day a bit faster anytime you end up doing 12 or so of those um you know you've had a good day and he he was able to do a bit longer in some of the reps towards the end so good day for him and um yeah like i said you don't always have to go to the wall you don't always have to or the well sorry you don't always have to kill yourself sometimes it's okay to just get through a session and and move on um but look guys, have a good day. Thanks for listening. Um take care. Bye bye bye.